What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? My name is Terrell Norton, and guess what? We're back. Yay! <laughs> Just fucking yay! We had a little bit of a hiatus. Well, a little bit. That's cute. Uh, we had a big old fucking hiatus. Uh, and But hey, fuck it. We're back. To describe the reason for the hiatus is dumb is just it's it yeah that's an understatement I think it's it's it was real dumb, but we've got a new company, new studio. I wish I could say new equipment, but that's <laughs> this this is borrowed equipment because I have great friends. That's <laughs> like I have friends that were like, wait, you want to do it again? Okay, yeah, no, we can help you out. And so today is the first one back, and then we're doing another one later this week for the second one, and we're just gonna keep going until. I don't know. Everything burns to the ground, which might not be too very long. You know, you know I, have you been watching the news? Uh, so anyway, today's guest, we had him on the last season, but you know what? It just really wouldn't be binge if we didn't bring him back. Ethan Sandoval. What's up, dude? Hey, it's <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've, I've accepted that once I leave, uh, it just burns to the ground. It just all goes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, I love the, uh, the uh, mental illness uh, the trait of the out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah, like, 100%. A- it's, it's not a fact of like, I'm the thing holding it together. It's just object, lack of object permanence. Oh, yeah. No, it's, That's I, all it is. I had to explain it to someone that I was like, you do realize that, you know, my friend that passed away, if I don't think about him, it didn't happen. Yeah. And they're just like, wait, are you serious? Like, well, yeah. So when people bring him up, it hits me a little harder because I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was like, somebody the other day was like, did you miss me? And I was like, ah. <laughs> I, when I thought about you. Maybe. Kind of. A little sorta. bit. Like, well, eh. There was that one time. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's was, about it. There was this one time I saw a sandwich and I was like, my friend liked those. My friend likes sandwiches. Yeah. He ate a sandwich once. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm not thinking about it, it's just not. It's just not there. It's just not there. And, and I mean, and that's that's so across the board. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that part. That it's just kind of like it's everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I remember once being. Well, don't get me wrong. I was a bit high as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you know this. I do that, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but Terrell Norton <laughs> smokes a little bit of the dough. I swear to God, like at one point we were out and I was a bit high and somebody goes, you like Star Wars, right? And I, I took me a second. And I go, I do. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like it. Listen, I know everything about wrestling and I forget it exists. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that is still one of my favorite quotes of all time <laughs> was just, uh, wow, you, you know a lot about wrestling. I'm autistic. I know everything about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> And then him, him getting a little mad about it, which was very, which was what made it like. Oh, just over the top, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have just been like that, Ethan. <laughs> With him getting kind of mad, I was just kind of like. He was like, "That doesn't mean anything." Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I I love the idea that he got like jealous. Yeah. Of your autism, I think yeah. that's fantastic. I think yeah. that's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm jealous of my autism in the fact that I'd like to fuck with someone 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's that's about it. That's like, just me. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. my thing. Yeah, no, a little bit of a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> just tiny. Bit. I do love the idea of somebody just being kind of like, you know, I wish I was in more into trains. Yeah. Like that's really that's where I'm at. I hate. I am not into they go places <laughs> on a track, and that's fine, I guess. But I'm not. I love it. Yeah, I read one. That was like, uh, what, what's your autism like? Uh, what you were, what was, what did they call it? No, they called it like a spectrum focus. Your, your special interest. Just, yeah, your, and it was like trains, wrestling, yeah. like they're just all this. And I was like, huh. 
And uh, I remember my, my partner just kind of going like, huh, what? I go, is Star Wars my my special interest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I realized I don't know absolutely everything about it. So I was like, okay, I'm only kind of on the spectrum. Cool. Yeah. That's no. <laughs> I got a new job. And as part of the new job, they were like, tell us a fun fact about yourself. And I was like. I have a near encyclopedic knowledge about wrestling from 1993 <laughs> to 2012. <laughs> I think my favorite, though, is that all it takes uh, on any algorithm, whether it's TikTok, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, whatever, mm-hmm. you watch one mm-hmm. wrestling video mm-hmm. and you will then have oh. wrestling videos in your feed from here on out. It's why I'm very careful with what I send to specific friends. All I wanted to do was just watch. I, I we I was having a conversation with someone and they mentioned the Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell, oh, yeah. where he throws them off the top. And so all I did was I YouTubed that match. I was like, no, no, you don't understand when he hit. And then later he goes through the top and they're like, no, that was a different match. I was like, motherfucker, I will bring that up. Right. And I brought it up on YouTube. And from then on, all three of the things I just mentioned are just wrestling videos. Like it'll be other stuff in between, but then we're coming on back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on algorithms. I like MMA, right? I like mixed martial arts, right? You know, because it's like once I found out wrestling wasn't real, I was like, well, which is this. such a crazy thing that yeah. it's like they want you to believe that it's real yeah. to where it's like, okay, it worked, it worked these two me. guys have an issue with each other, yeah. and the only way to sort this out yeah. is to beat the shit out of each other. Actually, yeah. I do get, I yeah. do get that. It's a soap, <laughs> it's a soap opera with Barboyer. That's it's all it is. <laughs> Right? That's all it is. Once you start realizing the extreme yeah. sides of wrestling, uh, it's just kind of like, holy shit, oh, they did what? There's, dude, dude, there's a guy. I, listen, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go in the just weeds. Just a quick one. Just we're a quick go, one. We're going to go in the weeds here. There's a guy I know I do like weeds. In the tech, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. As we've covered. It's a decent show. It's a, it's a de- decent <laughs> show. Um, but I... <laughs> went south though dude, went south I do Eulen, love the idea though Kevin that it was Eulen like great. Kevin Eulen great oh yeah I do love the idea that this woman loses her husband decides to sell weed in suburbia yeah. and that attracts the attention yeah, yeah. of organized crime yeah. and all this it's like I, get fucked yeah can you imagine like just like the cartel just being like who Nancy. <laughs> it's just the most unintimidating name. This too. and not only that, just the idea of like it got under their skin of like yeah. it affects them that yeah. she sells out of suburbia. Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here. This is yeah. that's dumb. Yeah. But that they did it well. That show's been off the air for years. Oh yeah. Uh, suburbia and weeds. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I was gonna say uh, in, the, in the weeds of wrestling, right? There's a in dude, the Nancy of wrestling. In the Nancy of wrestling, there's a dude who one of his like, like signature things. He's a deathmatch wrestler. Okay. Which deathmatch wrestling is fucking. That's like the extreme of the, the extreme, it's right? The Norwegian black metal of <laughs> of wrestling. You know, it's the shit that even certain metalheads go. I don't fucking know. Man. That's, you know, ooh, that's you know, that's rough. Yes, because I'm. A, I'm hardcore wrestling but like deathmatch wrestling is a whole another beast that's like like there's gonna be blood and and there's gonna be near david arquette almost died in a deathmatch <laughs> i forgot he went into wrestling for a little while oh still in he's still doing it still in oh wow yeah he's 
He's watch not young. Doc- watch that documentary. You cannot kill David Arquette. It's really good. Oh wow. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's all about talking about why he's gotten into wrestling and like his journey of it. I thought it was it was ready to rumble before oh, way or way before. Like okay. And so, they talk about it. David Arquette winning the world title is widely seen as one of the worst decisions in pro wrestling history. <laughs> he's actually a huge wrestling fan. Right. He feels personally responsible. So in order to win the respect of wrestling fans, which why do you want that? They suck. So like, <laughs> I'm one. We're garbage. From a wrestling fan. We're like garbage. This. We're garbage people. Oh no, Star Wars fans. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, so he decided to go into wrestling to like and like do it the right way where you start at the okay. very bottom and just work your way up. Like, like not only a lot of people know that yeah it's it's definitely set up and you and you know that part yeah. but you do have to do the work as far as like debut match and yeah, working yeah, work with somebody match and, and helping build the ring before the show yeah, and yeah. like like driving a guy around like it's a lot of like you gotta earn your stripes so it's it's being a host for the loony bit absolutely it it's, you, you a, have to set shit up yeah. you have to drive people around absolutely. they are not gonna thank you no and not only that, they're gonna ask you where to get drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is a hundred percent that. And the, then the funniest thing in the world is nobody tells you about that being a comedian. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, no. And then occasionally a crazy man hits you in the throat with a light tube and accidentally slits your jugular. Yeah, so, that yeah. happens. Yeah. So yeah, this shit happens. Uh, and because, the funny part is, is that you don't really know if we're talking about wrestling again or yeah, if we're sure. still on the Looney Bin thing. Who, who knows? Because you never know. Maybe you're featuring what? for the comedy hypnotist. Mick Foley does That's comedy, a, all right? he, and he doesn't. He doesn't suck at it. No, That's the part. That really just irks me. I'm like, let me get this straight. You just decided, hey, I'm going to jump off my house as a child. I'm going to film it. That's going to get me into the WCW. Then once I'm there, I'm going to be like like an A-list wrestler Mm -hmm. because of the crazy shit I do. Yeah. Then, after I almost die about a thousand times, yeah. you know what? I'm going to give stand-up a try. Yeah. And do well at it. He's not bad. We can also say the same shit about Steve-O. You Steve-O. know what I mean? Like, not fucking bad. hell. They're just, you know, after all... The- okay, Tom Brady says he might go into stand-up. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a matter <laughs> of, like, you know, it's hard to bomb when you're famous. There is that aspect right. to it. But because, it, you're, it, I mean, and especially Tom to be, Brady. You still have to be entertaining. You do, yeah. And I'm sure... Well, and also, he's rich enough that he can... He can probably hire someone to just kind of be like, hey, so here's what I was thinking. And they're going to go, no, no, do it this way. Yeah. yeah. You definitely want to do it a different way. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's rich enough to hire writers and punch up his stuff. Right. And I, what's funny, though, is that like the amount of people that are doing it the way that we do it, where it's just kind of like, okay, first I started open mics. Mm-hmm. And then someone after an open mic was like, hey, you don't suck. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be on this show where yeah. people you know, come to see you on purpose. Mm. It's not just a bar show. Right. And then you go from there to, Hey, this festival said I don't suck. I'm going to travel to go do that. And shit like that. Whereas they're just, the guys like that just cut the line. They're just, they're just immediately like, Hey, I'm going to go in. And the worst part is, is that like, if I hear, Hey, Tom Brady's coming to like Tulsa or Oklahoma city, I don't think that I'm going to be able to keep myself from going to that. I wouldn't stop McFoley when he came. Yeah, see, well, and Mick Foley, I would love to see Mick Foley. Like, he, that's... He, he did a set at the Looney Bin. He did. <laughs> so that's where I saw. Uh, the whole thing I was going to say was just that there is a guy in Texas who does a thing where he takes syringes, fills them with water, sticks them through guys' cheeks. And then squirts the water onto the crowd, then makes the guy like lay on his face and stomps on the back of their head. Jesus. Yeah, and he did that to a guy's dick recently. Uh, no. Yeah. Just so, that's yeah. No. So deathmatch wrestling. 
I'm not a fan. That's <laughs> just a little like you, too much. You do you. You do whatever Dude, you want to do. It sounds like that. It's almost like that guy that just like you know. Why can't you watch normal porn? Yeah. Why are you watching the weird shit? Why like what are you? So, <laughs> yeah, why are you? Like no, man. I need some real fucking shit to, <laughs> get, to get my heart going. Listen, man. if she doesn't stomp on his balls in yeah. high heels, I'm yeah. just not into it. Like that's. If there's not a puppet, I can't come. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't come. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be that good. Jim Henson style, that's fine, but sock puppets will do for me at this point. You think Amsterdam's crazy? The red light district on <laughs> Sesame Street? You, you ain't seen fucking nothing. <laughs> Elmo with a ball gag. Oh, no. I'd go see a punk band called yeah. Elmo with a ball gag. I would go see that. He snuffed my love, I guess. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I gave, no. him, I gave him the big bird. He had a big old bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, like that's but wrestling is akin to porn, I guess. Like, I, I used just to you gotta do, up it. I used to do a thing about it where I was like, you know, have you ever when you were you a kid and you know and you're sitting there and you're in your room and you're you're watching it, you're watching it, and then your mom, your mom, have you ever been walked in on when you're watching it? You know, your mom walks in and she sees you and she's like, oh, and you're like, oh god, oh god, you know, and she's like, oh honey, honey, it's fine, it's fine, it's okay, completely natural, it's okay, it's totally fine. I can't, I just. Let's just have a conversation about it, okay? I get it's totally normal for a boy your age to be interested in stuff like this, you know? Totally normal. Um, but I just want to, like, make sure that you're aware. Um, that, like, just know that that's not how it really works. You know, that's not how that's not how people actually do it. Um <laughs> Yeah, and and it's you know you know me and your father we've we've done it we used to be into it you know we 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 went through, occasionally we'll still do it you know, um, but just know that Hulk Hogan does not hate Randy Macho. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an issue with someone, no, it does not advance to hell in a cell. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, does, yeah, that's yeah. not how it actually works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just know if you're mad at a man, it's not okay for you to tie a chain to the his father's casket and then right. drive away. <laughs> It's not okay. Uh, oh, big boss man. Fucking Jesus. No, and I, I love the when I was a kid, um, they would just go off. Wrestling's real, man. Mm-hmm. It's real. And then they find out, no, it isn't. But, but my favorite excuse they always did was, no, 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 but, but the backstage stuff, mm-hmm. that's real. <laughs> and I was like, you think? You think whenever uh, Vince McMahon was in a hospital bed, yeah. Stone Cold really did go and start beating the shit out of him at a hospital and nobody stopped him? Yeah. Not, not one doctor was like, yeah. I don't know about all this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I, yeah, I love the I love it so much from just a like just a like. Uh, suspension of disbelief, angle. right? And it's just—it's oh, so, an action movie. It's like, just so wacky. It's so—it is the it, moment you accept wrestling is stupid and therefore brilliant. Yeah, you're it. You're you've gotten past it. You've gotten past. You're it. there. If you're thinking about it like a sport. You're you're failed. But if you think about it, if you think about it, we are talking about America, right? Like this, this. I mean, yeah. If you're thinking about it as a baby oil covered uh, soap opera, that which oddly enough, again, South Park nailed. Yeah. South Park nailed it because they in the wrestling episode they didn't even really wrestle they were just coming out and just telling the stories yeah and all the people in the crowd were just like oh my god that's crazy yeah and like that's what they're there for like yeah, yeah the guy getting hit with the chair that's great yeah the blood everywhere because right. he got cracked open fantastic but we wouldn't give a shit no if it wasn't for the fact that the whole Undertaker Kane being brothers thing 
That is such a cornerstone of oh, soap operas. It is. Like, wait, that's my brother? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. And, and then he's dealing with that? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then there's even an angle where The Undertaker gets put into a coma. That's and, then, <laughs> and then Kane's going around trying to figure out who it is. But plot twist, it was Kane. <laughs> it's such a soap opera. Except that it's a stupid soap opera. I love. just have fun. I mean, and I... Okay, so it's recently... A soap opera plus gymnasts. Yeah, I, 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 we recently went to a bar and it was kind of dead in there. And there was a lot going on that day, like show wise and what have you. So we went to the bar and uh, it was Whittier over on uh, Admiral Lewis. Love that bar. And when we walked in, we kind of noticed nobody's really talking or anything. They're all super paying attention to the television. So we we're just kind of like, what's going on? And it was WrestleMania. Oh. They had bought WrestleMania and were watching it at the bar. I was oh, like, yeah. this is genius. If if you're into something, just get a bunch of other people into it and do it at the bar. That's and great. what a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I haven't watched wrestling in a decade mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there watching it going, wait, Wait, what? Mm-hmm. So this guy is related to The Rock. Yeah, that, that guy's related to The Rock. Okay. And then that guy is Dusty Rhodes' kid? And they're like, yeah. And I go, so nobody's going to talk about the nepotism and, and wrestling right now? Is that? Yeah. And then there's the two boys that are uh, Rikishi's kids, yeah, right? Like. Uh, and actually, they have another brother who's also a wrestler. Samo- uh, specifically Samoans. Wrestling's a family business, right? Like it's like it's passed down, like because like what was it? The Rock's grandfather, yeah, was a wrestler, and then his dad was uh uh was was it was Rocky Johnson? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So his father was uh Prince Peter Vi- my or High Chief Peter Maivia. Okay, then his then uh his son-in-law was Rocky Johnson. Okay. Who was a wrestler. And then uh, uh, The Rock, obviously, is a wrestler. And then, technically, Roman Reigns and The Rock aren't actually related. Oh, okay. But they're, like, grandfathers or great-grandfathers or, like, uncles or, or blood brothers. Oh, okay. So, kind of related. Kind of related. Like, right, yeah. Not genealogy-wise, like, no. But, right. like, family But tree. it would still be kind of weird if, like, they made out. Like, that would be yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, <laughs> each other their families right okay close to each other well because i remember i watched this video and it was uh the rock mm-hmm. uh it was a movie interview which mm-hmm. we can talk about mm-hmm. that in a second uh mm-hmm. <laughs> but like the guy the way the guy looked at him and he asked him like a wrestling question but he kind of like raised an eyebrow like yeah, yeah. and the, the question the rock i think i brought this up to you one time because i immediately thought of you because the rock just looks back and goes are you wanting to chat wrestling with me <laughs> and he just kind of looked at him like come on dude you want to do this because yeah. we'll do it yeah and so then they just talked about wrestling during this interview and i was like that just that just to me that just shows though that he was just kind of like all right yeah i will be an actor mm-hmm. but even the rock knows mm-hmm. come on dude you're a wrestler yeah that's yeah. what that's what you are yeah and when this all goes tits up Mm-hmm. Your fucking acting career. Yeah. You're probably going to end up going back to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And yeah. so, but the one I to talk about, about when I said we'll get back to that is because I think that he has gone downhill mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah, he has. Well, it, 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 
<laughs> it, it actually kind the of the level of just exhaustion that you just yeah. felt just even ha- like oh my god okay here we go <laughs> well it kind of goes back to the mentality required to succeed as a wrestler yeah where you kind of have to be very selfish you kind of have to put right. yourself first and like comedy does have it as well comedy has kind of the same <laughs> kind of yeah well yeah sorry i'm sorry kind of yeah <laughs> yeah um, or you have to be, but the only difference Or you is, have to be absolutely delusional yes. and just be like, I am the greatest one here yeah. and I will do great. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. And so, um, uh, and I think The Rock is somebody who is like very intelligent in terms of like business and how to work Very business savvy for sure. And how to work people and make them do what he needs them to do in right. order to... to but like sometimes that can come off very like aggressive and shady and like under again I th- sometimes like as- <laughs> yeah well yeah I've I've never met someone that was business savvy right that I was like that's a nice fella right exactly because like, a lot that's... of business just well inherently capitalism is bad um, well like, yeah like, oh know. we can have the whole podcast be about that <laughs> yeah, we, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. late stage capitalism <laughs> is a very I, I believe system. I would like to direct your attention to the back of my laptop yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, all yeah. I think my favorite sticker on there is Mr. Rogers. It's, it's won't you be my comrade? Yeah, it's great. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Czar Rogers. But, um, but I just, yeah, I, I think, but that's the exact same thing, though, is that it's just kind of like, won't you be my proletariat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just, yeah, whether it's, because if you think about it, wrestling is, I'm sorry, the visual embodiment of capitalism, <laughs> because it's just like, you know, wrestling you have, under Vince McMahon. They, yeah, there you go. I want to yeah. make that. AEW came out and they, they not only came out, they blew up. Yeah. And, and, but I love it though because like yeah the WWE for a while was just like it was exactly like American mm-hmm. politics because it was like they made you think mm-hmm. that this guy worked his way up yeah. that you know he you know worked his ass off that's why yeah. he's where he's at no it isn't man yeah. he was picked for this like a long time ago and we have to make a show of it yeah this is <laughs> the thing I've talked about before uh, and it's a very good uh, uh, wrestling very much reflects American society. Yeah. Like, like what's going on in wrestling? You can see a direct correlation. <laughs> there is many a wrestler of the past that were based in racism yeah. of just kind of like, Hey, white people, yeah. you should hate this guy yeah. because yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was before that it was like, this is the Russian bad guy versus the all American. Right. Hero. Then you had like the iron Sheik, who the was Sheik, the America middle Hawk, Eastern America. Hawk Pooey. Hawk Pooey. Fun <laughs> fact. The rock got the phrase jabroni from the iron Sheik. No shit. Yeah, the, the Iron Sheik would call people jabronis all the time. And then, <laughs> and then The Rock was like, can I have that? And I think my favorite is that I no longer think of The Rock of a hair jabroni. I yeah. think of it as always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, but uh, That's fucking great. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Rock. Fuck, fuck that no good jabroni Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the Iron Sheik's Twitter is my fucking... It's so funny. God, it's so fucking funny. Happy Mother's Day. He's like, this This Mother's Day. It was like, Happy Mother's Day to everyone, except for that no good motherfucker Hulk Hogan. <laughs> fuck me, it's so funny. All caps lock. Brilliance. Brilliance. Uh, oh my god, speaking of social media and Hulk Hogan, did you ever see the one uh it was he posted a picture? Mm-hmm. It was after Ryan Dunn's accident. And oh, he yeah. posted a picture of him and Bam Margera mm-hmm. talking about like 
oh man, gone too soon, brother. Like, and then Bam Margera apparently commented, goes, I'm still alive, but hey, good to hear from you, man. <laughs> Fuck. That's so good. Hulk Hogan, there's a, there's a great TikTok about Hulk Hogan because he's one of the well, well documented, the biggest liars in the yeah. history of wrestling. And there's this great TikTok <laughs> that talks about like all the lies he's told over the years. Oh like, yeah, Hulk Hogan claimed after like WrestleMania three to have gone and partied with John Belushi. Or, yeah. yeah, with this one who's passed away, right? It's John Belushi. Yeah. So he's like, uh, WrestleMania three was in '87. John Belushi died in '82. <laughs> Uh, he claimed. He claimed <laughs> hey man, we don't know what kind of like chemicals they have for these wrestlers. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, nah, we revitalized him <laughs> yeah. for one night only, yeah, yeah. and he still did more blow yeah. than all of the us. The Animator <laughs> Four, Hulk Hogan, and John Belushi buddy cop films. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Worst part, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I'd watch, I, oh my god, oh I my would god. pirate it just so I could have Dude, it on my laptop I all the time. Watch the shit out of that. Um, <laughs> the other lie that I think is brilliant is Hulk Hogan claimed to have wrestled four hundred days in one year. <laughs> Because so had, not only he's just not very good had, at math. He, because he had traveled to Japan so much that the time delay. Get the fuck out of here so serious speaking of hulk hogan and movies have you ever seen no holds barred i believe i have actually that movie fun fact about that movie vince mcmahon hulk hogan show up they get the script hate it get into a hotel room high on do blow for yeah right rewrite it in three i thought that was mr mom no it's it's no holds barred okay you can fucking tell yeah my favorite part of that whole movie (laughs) we all know it we all love it which is the he chases down the like guy driving the car yeah and he gets the guy out of the car and he goes oh and he goes Watch that smell. <laughs> and the guy goes, Dookie. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan goes, Dookie. <laughs> it says, Why was this a movie? Why was that a movie? Was it, no, it was uh, Parks and Rec whenever the guy's giving like his speech and he looks at a piece of paper and he's saying this weird It's the same thought process. He wrote this down. Yeah. Like he wrote like, yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> Watch that smell. <laughs> Well, no, and the, like I think red and vibrating. It's you know, so and I mean, we're we're coming up, but we're at twenty six minutes. We haven't even, and we haven't even talked to the show. But the funny part is, the segue I was about to use was you wanted to talk about Futurama, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Hulk Hogan was ever one of the heads. No, yeah, I don't. I, think don't, it was, I don't. I can't think of a single wrestler who was. I ooh. I don't. Maybe Bret Hart. Possibly, but, but I don't know. Bret a lot of presidents. They had Bret, a lot of presidents, Bret and they Hart had was in the Simpsons. Okay, yeah. Every, was, everyone's in the fucking yeah, Simpsons. Bret Hart was in the Simpsons. I love the idea of like at some point or another, it was like a really cool thing to be in the Simpsons yeah. or Futurama or whatever. Yeah. And then the amount of people that were in it, it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Everyone is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure me and you were in the Simpsons yeah, at some point. It's, it, yeah. Of course we were. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm in there. I'm Officer Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> but no, with with Futurama though, I think the uh, the the funniest thing in the world is is about being you know obviously the future yeah. but then the funny part is the simpsons is the one that people are like no 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 that's the one where matt groaning was a time traveler yeah. it's like you know it's the same guy right yeah like that's a- <laughs> yeah like, I, lo- I do love the idea that he is a time traveler mm-hmm. and he was just kind of like 
You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have a show mm-hmm. about a ridiculous future just to yeah. throw them off. Yeah, I'm gonna have a show that's good for the first. I'm gonna have two shows that are good for the first four seasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna really struggle for the next part. <laughs> um, Man, Futurama is definitely one though that like it had some of the most heartbreaking uh, episodes. Like the okay, the number one that I think of every time is the dog. Oh, the dog. Well, yeah, Seymour. Seymour. Seymour is, is, and he just uh, so Jurassic Park is the name. Jurassic, yeah. And so uh, Seymour waits. You know, is Fry's dog. Yeah. But when Fry goes to the future, the dog continues to wait. Yeah. Ah. And it's just and just wait and wait and dies. Yeah. And I'm watching that, and I remember watching it the first time, going, "Oh, oh, this is bullshit." So I'm going to redeem that episode for everyone. Or I'm going to make that not as sad. Okay? Okay. In Bender's Big Score, which is one of the movies. Right. They did the, the season. That's right. Was, they did the movies. Four movies, right? Right, right. Bender's Big Score is the best one of the four. It's so good. It's the one with the scammers and uh, tons of musical numbers. Right. Love it to death. In that one, Fry goes to... Goes back to the past. Okay. One of his duplicates, one of his time duplicates, goes back and lives with Seymour for 12 years. Perfect. Which is a thing, it's not, it's not really addressed or touched on. But like, so actually. I do love the idea that he's just kind of like, I can't leave it like this. Yeah. I can't, I can't leave it not, as a dead dog. It's <laughs> not, a, yeah, it's not, a, I don't think it's on purpose or anything, but it's just like, there's this, you know, because he goes back in time yeah. uh, and decides he's just going to live in time and okay. give up, right? Uh, uh, okay, I kind of remember this. Then, like, starts watching the narwhal and taking care of the the narwhal Lilu. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but in that, there's a segment where he like walks up and pets Seymour, which I'm like, oh fuck, he was here for twelve years, so right? For th- probably the rest of of Seymour's life. So it never happened. Yeah, yeah. In actuality, like what we saw was just like one segment, but in right. reality. Uh, uh, for from the Jurassic Park episode, but then they, whether on purpose or not, accidentally retconned. Oh man, I'm sorry, but I ha- I am holding out hope that was on purpose. That he was just kind of like like it kept him up at night is yeah. what I hope. Like yeah. I hope he's just sitting there going, I made an episode about a dead dog. I got to fix this. Yeah, like, that's- <laughs> yeah. But yeah, whether on purpose or not, they did retcon it that he spends the greater part of like 12 years with that's that dog. That's awesome. It's so good. That makes me happy, yeah. honestly. Because, it does. Because there are just some things you don't fucking do, no, man. Yeah. Look, we're all the same. We can all watch a thousand people get absolutely massacred yeah. in a movie. You touch one dog and yeah. I'm not watching that fucking movie. Yeah, there's another great reference to that episode where there I cannot remember what the crux. I can't remember which episode it is or what the crux of it is, but they are digging somewhere, yeah, looking for something of fries or from the past. Okay, and they're digging somewhere, and then like they're like it's not this, and then Hermes goes, "Oh no, it's another one of Fry's dogs." And oh like, no, it's just like a petrified dog, <laughs> and then and then. <laughs> Fry's like, what do you got there? And he's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> it's obviously not one of Fry's dogs. It's just a dog that's been fired. I, I swear to God, that has to be just. I always love when they reference the backlash they get after yeah. certain episodes. Uh, I wonder if that was just his reference of just kind of like, stop emailing me yeah. about the fucking dog. Like, <laughs> oh, no. We can't have another dog episode. <laughs> that's a sad one for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, that one, like, uh, if well, I think the the ones too. They have you get happy tears yeah. in some of them. Well, the one where luck of the Fryrish. 
When, oh, when it, when it his it's his, his brother, brother, right? His brother uh, is his son. Yeah, and he him. thinks that he takes yeah, yeah. all of his shit. Uh, like, yeah, that one's so Yancey. Damn good. That was his yeah, brother, Yancey, Yancey yeah. which is such a weird name. Yeah, it was his brother's <laughs> name, and it's his father's name. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a family name. Uh, and then they named him Fry. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they named him Philip. Philip J. Fry, yeah, that's he's, right. He's named after Phillips Head Screwdrivers. It, that's honestly, <laughs> in the show. When they're like trying to pick his name, he goes, well, why don't we name him after those screwdrivers I like so much? <laughs> Philip. That's canonically what he's Oh, named. I love it too because in that, isn't there, okay, so the part, the part is, is that like one of the things is that he has like a, a clover, right? Yeah, it's it says, a seven leaf clover. Seven leaf clover. So he hides it in his records. And my favorite line of that entire episode is when he picks it up. He's like going through the records and his nephew picks up the, he goes, oh, the Breakfast Club soundtrack. Yeah, this will clear out the reception after. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's his brother, yeah. That's where he finds the And then he finds the Seven Leaf in the, yeah. in the Breakfast Club record. But I was yeah. just like, that is such a, a small dig yeah. at oh, the yeah. Breakfast Club there's, soundtrack. There's like, such, so, that episode <laughs> has what I think is one of the best Futurama jokes of all time. Because it really encapsulates how smart Futurama like everybody's like oh, Rick and Morty you're so smart oh my god I'm not, ugh, I hate Rick and Morty so much I don't I don't I, hate Rick and Morty I hate Rick and Morty fans I had a conversation with someone about Rick and Morty and why I don't like it and the reason is you can tell that the show doesn't like its characters well yeah no nobody likes their characters yeah. so that, but that's the point yeah is that it I is can't, so I can't do shows like that oh that's fair that's I can't absolutely do shows fair where their characters Look, are objectively garbage I compared Rick and Morty to Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. Tool mm-hmm. uh The Simpsons even it's not that I hate the product I hate the fans yeah. of that product yeah. because the fans of that product mm-hmm. are garbage yeah. like anybody like, who's like super God. into Rick and Morty like fans of God oh my god he has the worst fan base the worst. <laughs> there's a, there's did a, you read that one part in the book no I didn't read your fucking book yeah. shut up I've read it multiple times <laughs> it's fine I just tell them I haven't read it and then that way when I answer their questions they're flabbergasted yeah. because oh and even better oh, for anyone out there that mm-hmm. loves to fuck with just people in general mm-hmm. and you want to fuck with Christians and atheists mm-hmm. do what I do tell them you're a Norse pagan <laughs> I am a Norse pagan, but I still, if I tell them that, atheists lose their mind because not only do I believe in a God, I believe in a bunch of them. And Christians, I don't believe in theirs. So they get real bent out of shape. They're like, wait a minute, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. So so you do believe in something. I'm like, well, yeah, you can't, you can't believe in like aliens and ghosts and things like that. And then say you don't believe in anything. My my, my logic (laughs) behind it is very, is like, if I was to believe in gods, it would be like the Greek pantheon. Mm. That's, that was, that would be my thing. I mean, I just, it just, you know. I think the the part that is crazy to me is how serious everyone takes it. I'm always just kind of like, dude, just you'll be fine. I don't have I don't have time to care. I just don't. That's my logic. Yeah. Like, that's that's what, like why you you don't you don't believe anything or you do. Believe, it's like I don't fucking know and I don't fucking want to find out. I've always said you know, naturally. Either I'll find out or I won't. Yeah, like I really won't affect me either way to be yeah. honest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the worst case scenario is that the whole bible god is real <laughs> but in reality total sociopath yeah he's a fucking weirdo dude <laughs> and also if you read that book again and just look at lucifer as the good guy mm-hmm. this that the bible is just a manifesto of a psychopath yeah. like that's <laughs> yeah 100%. Like, yeah but like yeah but yeah. with that i it's, mean it's mine gut <laughs> it's my- <laughs> <laughs> what was it somebody said something about like uh uh oh no i just uh well have you read mind Kampf? yeah a couple times okay i'm gonna stop you there 
You didn't just read it the one time and oh, call it good? Succession. <laughs> That's yeah. It's in succession. <laughs> Why did we read it a few times? Yeah, Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's comparatively. Yeah. And this is this. You might think it's a stretch, but it's not. Comparatively, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty fans are just as annoying oh as Christians and Nazis. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, what, what and I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a letter. I'm gonna. So, like, so I'm gonna get an email from so, Rick and Morty, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, you piece of shit." <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Justin Roiland's gonna send you a letter through the prison pen pal system. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, Even worse is I write back, and now we've got a thing going on. Only, like, the only thing I can listen to while I'm in prison is your damn. Fucking podcast. It's the Stop weirdest me. form of Stop torture. Stop being so mean to me. Um, so Fuck you, things, Justin. Uh, I, do have a, I do have a segue for us to get back onto the thing. Uh, but Bring it. My, 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 the joke that I think is perfectly encapsulate Futurama is they're at the horse race. Yeah. And then the horse is like, it's like, oh, it's a close race. And then the announcer goes, it's a quantum finish. And then the, <laughs> and then the professor goes, no fair. You changed the outcome by measuring it. It's so <laughs> fucking good. It's such a good joke. I think the worst part is that, like, if you don't understand the joke, you, you just kind of keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because, like, that's that's the way the show works, though. Yeah. Sometimes the joke doesn't land, but give it a minute because here comes another one. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like Airplane in that regard. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah it's just, just I a, love Airplane uh, so much. Yeah. But my segue was, <laughs> was, we were talking about God. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite episodes is Godfellas, the one where Bender gets shot into space and essentially Oh, yeah. We're like, cause it's like the society builds on his body, right? He's built on his body because like a little asteroid hits him. Right. And so then they form and then they start making alcohol to feed him. But then because they're making alcohol, it brings organized crime. Right. <laughs> and then like, uh, you know, they end up having a nuclear war. Yeah. Because then he goes at one point, he goes, they said something about like, yeah, we're at war. He goes, what? Who? Yeah. And then he goes, wait, there's a society on my ass. Yeah. And like he doesn't know about them, so they don't. They feel like he's been lying. That he like he negates them. He yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's the society that like they're like oh the people in this village wish for money, and so he pulls out a quarter and flicks it, and it crushes everyone <laughs> and murders that whole village. Um, so I do love the idea of maybe God created everything, but you know he wasn't that good at it. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> so that episode has one of my favorite representations of God. Which Isn't it is, like a? It's, it's like a. It's a nebula. It's yeah. It's like a, a cloud of gas. It's like a sla- satellite crashed into, so that it speaks binary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And so then. Uh, and then when it was talking, doesn't it just light up? Yeah, and that's the like only thing that it does. Like, parts of it light up. Yeah. And then it has the great line of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you help too much, people become dependent on you. If you don't help at all, they don't think you exist and lose hope. So you know you're doing it right when it doesn't seem like you've done anything at all. Or, Interesting. Or it's like, it's like, yeah, like if you, cause people have to be able to protect themselves and things right. like that. And so then, which I mean, a good point, mm-hmm. but also shut up. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. yeah it's a little, like, that's there are I'm parts saying. that you're just kind of like, okay, Matt groaning, mm-hmm. you're getting a little preachy there, yeah. fucker. Well, so <laughs> it, it comes from the fact that the show has such a, um, diverse, uh, 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 writing staff right well and fan base for that matter like i love it because like if 
Futurama has different kinds of fans. Yeah. You have the Simpsons fan that just really wasn't ready to stop watching the Simpsons, so they watch Futurama. It's not the same, and they get mad. Yeah. Then you've got the ones that, like us, that it's like, no, no, no you don't understand the genius of certain parts of this fucking mm-hmm. show and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Then you have people that are just like, cartoon make me laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. For me, like, I, was that's... A, I was just a kid, and it was on Comedy Central all the time, and it was an easy watch. And Super like, easy. That's, that's how I got into it. It's like... What was it? Uh, the Poplars episode? Poplar. Pop a Poplar on your mouth when you come to Fishy Joe's. What they're made of is a mystery where they come from. No one knows. You can pick them, you can lick them, you can chew them, you can stick them if you promise not to sue us. You can shove one up your nose. It's so good. It was the small points yeah. that always made me laugh the hardest. Yeah. That if you promise not to sue us, you can yeah. stick them up your yeah. nose. There's like, dude, <laughs> so many throwaway jokes in that show have made me almost vomit from laughing so hard. There's the one in... In, uh, uh, it's all Roswell that ends well, where they where Fry becomes his own grandpa. Gotcha. It's that episode. Yeah. yeah. So like they capture Zoidberg, like the Area Fifty One captures Zoidberg. Right. So they're doing an autopsy on him while he's alive, <laughs> and so they, they 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 like go to give him food, right? Or no, no, no. They're doing the autopsy on him. They go into his stomach, and he goes a deviled egg, and then and then they put it in a tray, and Zoidberg eats it, and then the guy goes. The same devil's egg <laughs> is so so fucking stupid and so funny. And then like later on, they're like, like there's a few other things happen, and then later on, they're still doing the autopsy, right? And they're like sawing on some part of his neck, and he goes, "Don't saw that. That will stop my ability to talk." And then he starts sawing faster. <laughs> I do love it too because it's like it's almost like uh, Parks and Rec where they're just. I remember watching like a writer's. You know, table show or whatever it was about Parks and Rec yeah. and they laughed because they were like anytime we just needed to kind of fill some time it was like throwing a Jerry joke yeah and, then, and to me that's kind of what Futurama did with Zoidberg that's just my favorite character just they the shit movie. on him the whole show yeah. Oh, yeah and when they don't you're just kind of like oh okay you're like, yeah. good for well, you so, but then they're right back to shitting on him so Zoidberg so I was gonna ask you this like and I wanted to, because I also wanted to answer it, which is who is, I just want to talk, um, but who <laughs> is your favorite character in the Planet Express crew? Okay. And then your favorite character not in the Planet Express okay. crew. Favorite from Planet Express crew. <laughs> I'm going to go with Scruffy, the janitor. Scruffy. I'm Scruffy, the janitor. He always introduces himself, and that man gives no fucks. Yeah, there's the he, he has one of my one of the lines that stuck with me forever. He's always reading jugs. He's always reading jugs. <laughs> I'm Scruffy. I'm on break, Scruffy. But he has one of my favorite lines where it's like it's revealed that Scruffy owns an insane amount of stock. In Planet Yeah, because he's been there forever. And, and then somebody's... It's also like, canonically, he's a zombie. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but it's revealed that he owns a planet, a bunch of stock in Planet Express. And they go, why do you own so much stock? Because I believe in this company. And then like one tear rolls out his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is with this guy? I love the... Uh, was it? it was a murder mystery episode. Mm-hmm. And Scruffy... They just... The lights come on and Scruffy's murdered or something. It's just like, Scruffy's dead. Like, that's just... <laughs> Scruffy dead. Yeah. But I then... Uh, hold on. Because my the non... Planet Express character is uh, the devil is the oh, robot the devil. devil. The robot devil is so good, and the the entire 
thing of uh, winning Fry's hands. Yes, the Idle Hands episode was so good. Is that whole musical number. He pulls out a fucking golden fiddle, and yeah. I go, Charlie Daniels Band. Okay, oh, no, fair that's enough. A different episode. Is it different? So the golden. Fiddle- See, that's the other problem that I have is because I binge Futurama. Sometimes they just blend together. So the golden <laughs> fiddle episode is the first time you ever meet the robot devil. Okay, which does have the musical number where it's like you're in hell and dun dun dun. I do love that they're just kind of like you know what musical number wouldn't be out of place let's just yeah, go for it but you like know that's what? it doesn't overuse it on like Family Guy like Family Guy has so Family many Guy okay here's my thing Family Guy is essentially wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for Matt Groening yeah, like and I mean that's not. and I mean even Seth MacFarlane's admitted that but yeah. at the same time. His fans won't admit it. Right. No. They're always just kind of like, no, man, it's a different thing. I'm no. like, it's a, f- no, it isn't. No, it's like, not. Um, but yeah, so whereas, whereas Futurama does have musical numbers, but they're like two per season. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't even think there's that. I think much. in the final seasons, they even just did away with it. Yeah. They, just, um, they didn't do any. Yeah. There's only a couple, Um, but they're good. Like that's what, so like. The ones that they do have are good. So like the right. devil one where he's like, no, 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 you won't miss him. And then the <laughs> other devil one, which is the hands one. Right. Where it's like, I want my hands back. Oh, yeah. And they're like doing the opera thing. <laughs> and it's so good where it's like Leela has, has been given robot ears. And then. Right. right and then the they, the. they keep making deals. <laughs> yeah, they keep making deals. <laughs> And, it, and it's like, uh, Ooh, or, uh, he gets her hand in marriage, right. which is how he then gets. Well, because like, yeah, isn't back. it like he he gets Fry's hands and then Fry's like, what am I supposed to do? And he goes, well, you can have mine. And he just has the devil's fucking hands. Yeah, so the way it works like, <laughs> is there's a big wheel that they spin. Oh, that's that right. Okay. That tells you which robot's hands you get. And then right? he rolls his own. He rolls the robot because like Fry wants the de- wants better hands so he can play the holophoner that's okay yeah okay it's all come together now yes so he wants better hands so he can play the holophoner so he goes robotic hands and then the devil just spins the wheel and it happens to land on his hands doesn't he full on just go ah he goes (laughs) not my hands and then he goes you know i only put my name up there as a vote of confidence you know like it's so it's so good and then i do love that it's like literally everything that happens in futurama as as ridiculous as it might be has a reason. Yeah, well, they, every time, and it and it kind of goes back to that South Park, like mm-hmm. where he, they were given like the writing class or something, yeah. and it was like, you don't just say and then, yeah. don't just say and then this happens, like therefore yeah. or because. Well, it's or, because Futurama has one of the legitimately most educated writers' rooms, like. Which is insane. 80% of the writers have, like, PhDs. Which is fucking insane. In, like, physics and, like, <laughs> other shit. I do, I do love the idea, though, that, that because science does play a big part of the storyline, that Matt Groening was like, no, no, no. We have to make sure that if we're doing this, right. we have somebody on staff that it's like, hey, real quick, is that possible? Yeah. Like, is that a thing? So, so fun fact, um, there's the episode where they swap, like... The professor invents a machine that will swap people's brains. Man, you smacked the shit out of that mic. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> the other part they don't tell you about uh, mental oh, illness no. and tism. Uh, we can't talk without our hands. That's yeah, I can't. I can't I, do it. I'm holding my thumb yeah. right now to make yeah. sure that I don't yeah. like move I, yeah. and like smack my I'm mic. Like, I've been like. 
picking at my thumbs. I, I had I had an episode where afterwards somebody goes, man, you were like, you were really gripping that thumb. I was like, that's because I was very passionate about what I was talking about. Yeah. And otherwise, I'm going to do a lot of this, a lot, a lot of movement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking with a, with an autistic person is like doing a very aggressive macarena. Oh, no. My favorite is uh, the person that has tism yeah. and then the person that has severe ADHD and can't focus because your hands are moving and they're just going, oh, light show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyways, the robot. <laughs> hey, macarena. Ow. Um, <laughs> I hit my finger. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> There's the episode where the professor invents a machine that allows people to swap brains. So, I remember that one, yeah. yeah. So then, like, Amy and the professor swap brains because the professor wants to go and do more extreme stuff, but he can't right. because his body's old and brittle. And Amy just extreme wants to sports, eat. you perverts. Yeah. Not not extreme yeah. porn. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Amy just wants to eat as much as she can. Right. Because she has an eating disorder. And <laughs> so then she goes into the professor's body, right? So what happens is they end up swapping a bunch of bodies and they need to figure out how to do it back. One of the writers <laughs> did a peer-reviewed paper to explain the math on how they could actually do oh it. Oh my God. It's so, it's like, what? Uh, the amount of attention to detail is that's incredible. In, like, that's insane. Honestly, though, speaking of brain swap and whatnot, yeah. one of my absolute favorites was when they give Bender the uh, empathy chip. Oh, yes. And so he's trying to tune it. Yeah. And he kind of tunes it, and it's like, I have such a craving for mackerel. And that's yeah. Zoidberg going, Yeah, it was, it was me. me. And then he twists it a little bit more, and he goes, Now I I hate Amy because she's cuter than me. Uh, and Leela goes, that'd be me. Yeah. And you just see Fry lean in and goes, thanks for covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. The, the amount of just small one line that yeah. just like, I, I've had to pause multiple times while watching it. Like yeah. a small line will just hit me so oh, well yeah. where I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah. And then I have to pause because I got to pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. Because it's, it's so oh, it's, good. Yeah. That show... God damn, some of the jokes in that show are so unbelievable. And you're not wrong, though. The amount of, like, thought process that Mm. goes into it is blatantly there. Oh, yeah. Like, you're watching it, and you're just kind of like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's no fucking way that they just sat down, Mm -hmm. and this was just kind of like, I don't know, let's just do it this way. Who cares? It's like everyone Mm -hmm. on that writing staff had to have sat there and was just kind of like, okay, this... Yeah. Because of this, mm-hmm. therefore this, yeah. is all of that possible? And then you've got these fucking scientists in the room that are going, let me do the math. Yeah, like, 100%. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a cartoon. For a cartoon? For a silly, dumb, joke cartoon. Uh. Whereas Rick and Morty uh, has, well, he fired his portal gun. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, but you, did, you didn't actually... Go into whether or not that's possible. Right, right, yeah. It's, Futurama yeah. explained it to where it would just be like, no, not only is that possible, mm-hmm. we're surprised that it isn't a thing already. Yeah. Well, like, there's, there's an episode that's not even that good in Futurama. You that, take that back right no, now. There's a few episodes. <laughs> Listen, the Yo Gabba Gabba parody episode is yeah. fucking trash. That was that was not great. It's trash. Okay, and that the, one we can assume they sat down and said, the, "Hey, we got to churn one out real Susan quick." Susan Boyle episode. Bleh. I didn't hate that. I hate that episode. I so thought much. it was pretty funny, honestly. I hate like, it. I hate it so much. I mean, it's Susan Boyle, and I it's just, a boil on her ass. Mm, like that's come on. Mm, mm, I don't like it. It's lazy. 
It's lazy. But there's an episode. No physics. I hate it. No science. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. That's not what I go to Futurama for. I go to Futurama for sci-fi dumb shit. Not, not hey, I'm a boiler man. It's that things. It is, it is more like that should have been a Simpsons yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't. F- I don't like it. Um, but that being said, uh, there's a great job. <laughs> do you know what it means to clap back? Yeah. Because I do. <laughs> so there's a great joke. They're digging underground. It's in one of their anthology episodes. Okay. You know, so they're digging underground to get oil for Robonica. And okay. so they're digging underground. And then this like they're in this tunnel. And then uh, uh, um, they see this like giant worm and then goes... uh, uh, like the professor goes, oh no, that's an albino humping worm. And then Fry goes, why is it called that? And then the ship starts rocking like really hard. And then the professor goes, because of its lack of pigmentation. It's like, son of a bitch. It's, it's not even that funny. And I had to stop because I was laughing so hard. The most out of left field fucking line for me was... Uh, the uh, slurm factory. Oh, the and they're slurm on the ship and, and they're going through and he the professor goes, Who are they? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Those are the Chumba Wumbas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're supposed to be, you know, yeah. fucking Oompa Loompas. <laughs> and out of nowhere the professor just stops, turns and just goes, Well tell them I hate them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, What? Yeah. Yeah. That episode's so good where like Slurms McKenzie is so depressed. He parties to the end of his days. Yeah, like, just, like, I'm going to go out doing the only thing I can do. Let's party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even funnier was then he turns to these obviously 20-something yeah. girls. And they go, we can't leave you. And he goes, girls, you have served me well these last 40 Please. years. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So my, uh, I guess I'll do mine now. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite cast of uh, that is a member of the the Planet Express crew. Yeah, is Zoidberg. I just hands down. Huh? I adore Zoidberg. <laughs> Zoidberg is canonically the only person in the crew good enough for Santa. That yeah, he's the only person theoretically in the world that Santa gives a toy. Okay, if you have you haven't watched the show, Santa and Futurama. Kills everybody. He's a, it's a mechanical robot. And he snapped. Yeah. Like, he just, and he decides nobody's good enough to be on the nice yeah, list. So they, they did a miscalculation when they were making him. Yeah. And, like, his parameters were set too high. The, to the point that everyone's on the naughty everyone's list. The naughty and list. he basically snaps. And every year on Christmas, people lock their doors, yeah. board up their windows. Because they'll murder them. Because Santa will murder you. Yeah. So, <laughs> canonically, the only person in. All of New New York that he doesn't apparently murder. in recorded history of this Santa is Zoidberg. <laughs> Zoidberg, Zoidberg only, gets a present. Is the only person he gives him a present. He like, gives him a pogo stick. He gives <laughs> him a pogo. And that was my favorite. Was that of all, he only gives one present and it's a fucking pogo it's stick. So He's like, woo! Oh, yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking good. And the penultimate episode up until we have the revival this summer, right? Uh, but the penultimate episode is Stench and Stenchability, which is the one where Zoidberg falls in love and, like, actually gets someone. Oh, and it's Amelia Clark. Right. Who's the voice of her. Which is fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. And, like, <laughs> it has a line in it that I'm like, that's actually really sweet. Where it's like, 
Or it's like so all she, Oh, it hit me right in the chest. It, it got me real clean. <laughs> so like she all she wants to do is smell. Right. Because she's a florist. She, right. She, she's a florist and like that's her one dream. So then Zoidberg, you know, is like, oh, but everybody hates me because I smell so bad. Right. You know? Um, so then... Which they talk about a few times they, in that show yeah. where it's just like, good God. Yeah, it just smells horrible. <laughs> and so then he... Uh, uh, but he's like a doctor and he knows he can do a surgery to give her the ability to smell. Right. He knows he can do it. And so like he's debating whether to do it or not. And then within like a day, he's like, no, I have to. I can't. Right. Dude, like, because he is a good person. He's, and he's good on person. Santa's nice list. And he knows that when he does it, like. Uh, she's going to smell him. She's going to smell him yeah. and hate him. Right. <laughs> and like, first of all, there's two parts in it that get me, which is right before he puts her under. Yeah. To go. She looks at him and goes, smell you later. And oh. I'm like, oh, it's so fucking cute. Fuck, it's adorable. <laughs> so, so there's that. Which out of context, I'm going to just be like, what the, why is he crying? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so sweet. And then, you know, she wakes up. Right. right and he gives her flowers to smell and she hates them. And then she loves how he smells. And he's like, what? I, everyone thinks I smell terrible. And uh, she goes, yeah, but I like you. And I don't know what a good smell is. So there it to is. me, you smell great. Okay, two things. Yeah. Number one, yes, that is sweet. In the context of that show. In the context. But in reality, though, also, if you don't know what a healthy relationship is, you might think that someone's awesome, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, he smacks me around every yeah. once in a while, but, you know, I don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> but in this context, it's, he's a good person. It's pretty sweet. We, we know it's he's pretty a good sweet. person. And then she, gets, she quits her job as a florist and gets a job. Well, yeah, because she dump. hates the smell of flowers. Yeah, and then she gets a job work for the dump. That tracks. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's. Did she ever come up again? Well, no, because it's in the second to last episode. Ah, yeah. okay. So then, and then the last episode is all about Fry and Leela. Right. Like, is that the one where. They stop time. Yeah. Okay. And then they just live an entire life together, which is one of the best finales. Pretty solid. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. Yeah. Do, would you want to go again? And he just goes, and something about like, what? what is, I don't it's, remember it's, the actual do you, do you line. Wanna, do you want to go around again? Yeah. And, absolutely. absolutely. Like, just don't even think about it. Let's do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I remember watching that one time and I was quite high and it kind of gave me like an existential crisis because okay. I was just kind of like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will. All right. So favorite non- Planet Express. It's rough. It's hard because there's a lot. They have so many characters. I Roberto the Maniac Robot. Uh -huh. So good. I I'm working that. on my stabbing. I'm working on my stabbing. What's up, Brad? I swear to God, though, that that's like even while I said it, I regretted immediately that I picked Robot Satan. Yeah, because I'm so, just like, he's oh, great. but I don't know, man. I, uh, yeah. Where Car was great. I loved Where Car. Yeah. I love Ro this one is in one episode. It's Robo Lincoln. Like Robo Lincoln. He, th he thinks he's twenty Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like four hundred score and nine hundred and forty two years ago. It's like fuck you. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid and funny. That's such a dumb joke. Oh my god! One of the ones that I hated, honestly, uh, Polly Shore. Oh god. 
thought it was. Uh, wait, we're we're making the joke that please the weasel. Yeah, we're making the joke that in actuality, Pauly Shore is a genius yeah. and all that. And I go, no, he isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he isn't. It's very, it's very stupid. For those of you that don't know, there are comedians in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who still, after years, have beef with Pauly Shore. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I so I, <laughs> we don't have to go into it. That's fine. For me, <laughs> my favorite. It's a toss-up of, of who you but, hate but, the most, or the, who I love the okay. most. Okay, uh, and it's it's funny who it is. I wish you guys could see the level of just pain and indecision on this man's face. That's just. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Because I love Kip <laughs> for the for the like heartfelt like energy. He's heartfelt but then also he's <laughs> yes. but also he's like the conscience of everyone around him yeah, essentially. He's so good. Be, and we're talking like not it's, even just Zap. <laughs> like not just Zap, like mm-hmm. anyone that's about to make a decision. Yeah. Kip's the one being there, like right there being like I don't I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, yeah. Um, but <laughs> And then Zap Brannigan is just every line out of his mouth <laughs> is fucking hysterical. It's so because he is so adamantly unaware yeah. of his surroundings. I fucking what is the one? It's like uh, <laughs> she's got, what is it? Oh fuck! When he's driving the restaurant, yeah, yeah. And then she's oh, uh, <laughs> she pulls like a hibachi, but she steers like a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. There's also the there's also the great one where they're at war with Zoidberg's planet. Yeah, and then the guy the the guy gets on the ship, and it's like very obviously a Zoidberg, like a person from the Zoidberg planet. With like a wig and a silly mustache <laughs> and then oven mitts on its on its claw hand. Right. And then Zap Brannigan's like, you, Ensign, what's your name? And he goes, uh, Hugh Man, sir. And he goes, Hugh Man, that's a name I can trust. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so goddamn funny. And then it's like, what is it? There's the neutral planet. Yeah. And like the neutral planet has by far one of the funniest lines. It's like, are we in trouble, sir? I don't know, but my gut says maybe. <laughs> and then it's like the other one is, uh, the other one is which like, basically can sum up that character so well just in that yeah, line. The neutral planet is so fucking funny, and then the other line is um, is uh, tell my wife I said hello. <laughs> I love when he did the uh, William Shatner smoking a cigarette yeah, and yeah, just yeah. reciting Rocket Man. No, no, no. It's Lola, but he's changed. Lola, it to that's right. Yeah, yeah. Where he goes, like, I met her in a club down in old Soho. <laughs> <laughs> Drink champagne, voice like Jerry Cola. And like everybody starts booing. And his fucking miniskirt cracks oh me God. up the every v- time. Ooh, the velour. <laughs> it's so. I, God damn, I love Zap Brannigan. Well, so and much. I mean, like, that's. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to change my answer. Yeah. Robot Satan is great. Robot Satan. But he doesn't. A, he doesn't show up often he enough. He does not show up often enough. And then, oh my God. And then you got Mom. Uh, 
Mom's fantastic. Mom is great because at first you're like, this is a little old lady. Mm-hmm. And then she takes off that big fucking dress. Yeah. She's just wearing like a bodysuit and yeah. just hates there's, everybody. There's also hedonism bot. Oh, Calculon. Calculon is amazing. Calculon is robot Brannigan. It's so good. No, no, no. He's he's robot. Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's robot. Bra- Come on. He well, yeah. Well, so Brannigan is like Boston is is uh, is Star Trek Shakespeare. Right. Okay. Shakespeare. Cal- you mean Shatner? Sure. They're comparable. And then and then. Cal- Courses thou dialed in, yeah, Captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be or not to be. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> um, so there's that. To beam or not to beam. You're going to feel real bad if that happens. That's <laughs> um, Let's just hope I email this episode first. Yeah, That's really. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Calculon uh, is, is, you know, just Shatner outside. Of it's it. just Shatner in his acting career. Yes. Let's <laughs> yeah. uh, but God, Calculon is so funny. Calculon has some of the craziest storylines. Oh my god, they're so funny. The actor that has the bag on his head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was great. Yeah. Fucking oh my god, just Calculon's just good too. But yeah. but that's the problem though is of trying to pick like a favorite it of is. any of it because you you're not sure like wait are we going off of you know the first few seasons are we going off of later seasons yeah, like because in a lot of the beginning seasons also like there's so many just like fun like, and i'm gonna change my uh i'm gonna change my answer on the uh planet express uh, yeah, it's, it's no longer scruffy it is hermes hermes yes, i hermes. love hermes hermes is my number two hermes repre- uh, requisitioned his groove back is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> episodes where, where, where he's limboing where, where it's the one where he like has to sort everything and he and he's oh yeah and he's he doing it and he has to get his uh his rank back up yeah, right in, like yeah in town, hurricane <laughs> foot of water and, and they're just kind of like um does he have time for this like is everyone that... looks fine but i cried all night because it knocked my alphabet blocks out of order yeah, it's so fucking good oh my god the there's the episode i think it might be that one yeah. where his wife is making food uh-huh. And she goes, oh, it's the, it's hotter than the devil. All this shit, you know, possibly one of the most offensive accents. Uh, but and so like a drop falls off yeah. the plate and goes all the way down to robot hell and yeah. through the top of his head. Yeah. And he goes, oh, my God. And then it goes back and Hermes goes, hmm, need some hot sauce. Yeah, and just yeah, right on top. So good. Well, Hermes. So in Bender's big score. Yeah. There's, the, there's a song where it's like. They're singing about how the scammers has have taken everything from them except for Leela, who's happy because she has Lars, right. which is Fry, for twelve years older, right? <laughs> yeah, so, which I mean, they didn't exactly change him too much. They no. took away his hair and gave him bags under his eyes. Yeah, so every one of us were like, and "That's beard, fucking and Fry," in like a scratchy voice, so, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but there's a there's a line in it. So the song is like. Uh, Professor Farnsworth is like, I may as well jump. The sleazy naked scammers made me look like a chump. Right? So Hermes has had his head cut off and then put on his body backwards. Right, because Zoidberg did the fucking surgery. (laughs) And so, so like, LaBarbera is like, my boy needs a man with a body. Like, so she's a a, a second. It's like, his body will be fine in a week. 
Right. But, like, she's like, nah, the boy needs a man with a, with a body. Because she, the running joke of she keeps trying to leave him for, for, for Barbados Slim. Yeah, for this fucking God. absolute man. Like, yeah, Barbados <laughs> Slim. He's so good. That happens so many times that yeah. she's just kind of like, all right, going with Barbados Slim. But the, Hermes has a, has a segment in that song where he goes... Like, he looks up in a window, and there is La Barbara with Barbados Slim. And he goes, I can't compete with that. He's Barbados Slim, and I'm Jamaican fat. And, like, something about that, like, riff, like, the way it gets stuck in my head every time I hear it. It's like, he's Barbados Slim, and I'm Jamaican fat. Like, it's so good. It makes me feel good in my body. It's like a blanket yeah, of like, vocals. Oh, it's just... so good. But isn't that also what he gets super into, like making himself a cyborg? That's that is, or is that an episode? That's a later episode. Okay, but that one has a that one also has a great song, which is the Monster Mash parody. (laughs) Okay, yeah, where it's like where uh, he goes, what is it? Zoidberg has taken all of the parts that Hermes has. Discarded robot yeah. parts and is using him as a puppet and going around doing a comedy act where puppet Hermes <laughs> just insults Zoidberg and it's killing because so, he misses him. Yeah, like, he, he misses him. So the only thing that is not a cyborg part is his brain, right? Right. So then he decides he wants a robot brain, and so then like so then so then they're like. Uh, Zoidberg agrees to do the surgery and they're like Zoidberg why'd you agree agree to do the surgery surgery and it's like are you sure you can do it and also what's that catchy beat and he goes I'll tell you two three I was lonesome <laughs> just a moment ago when I had a thought that cured my woes <laughs> it's like something something all he wants is a robot brain a robot brain it's a robot brain a robot brain <laughs> and then he starts harmonizing with himself I think the funny part is the the amount of times that someone on that show will do something that's you're just kind of like wait we're just gonna forget about this like for the very next one like yeah. Zoidberg's apparently wildly talented in ventriloquism and we're not coming back to that yeah, like he performed <laughs> like, surgery with a ventriloquist puppet <laughs> yeah and so it's they, never coming back apparently so they reference that they reference that in an episode early on they they it's the episode where um uh Ndunda and Lur Okay. The, the Omicronians from from the planet Omicron Percy IA. Oh yeah. They come down. Why is it that I know that planet yeah. better oh, than oh. I know basically any other Earth. fact? I know yeah. Better than Earth. <laughs> I'm like, what planet do we live on? I don't know. What planet do we learn and do on? Omicron, oh, Omicron Percy IA. Omicron Percy IA. Of yeah. course. What What are we asking about? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, it could be a stranger that's, asked that's that, and I'll answer. That's our fault because <laughs> they introduce themselves. They go, "I'm Lur yeah. from the planet." I, I don't exactly go, "I'm Terrell from Earth." Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's our fault. That's our bad. That's our bad. But I will like, now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so like they're watching like single female lawyer. Like the, uh, the name yes. of the show. Uh, and then, yes. like Fry in the year two thousand or nineteen ninety-nine fucks up and knocks the season finale off the air. Yeah. Right? And so then a thousand light years later, the Omicronians are watching it because they're a thousand light years from Earth. Right, and that's when they get it. That's when they get it. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is and so then it cuts off and so then they go to destroy right Earth. because when they show up they go we want O'Neill and it happens to be the president's we name McNeil McNeil yeah. and then the president's name is McNeil and then they give we him. will not give in to these and Zap Brannigan just <laughs> grabs him just bags him real quick and throws him up there so so then the whole episode is that Fry writes the end right to, to to whatever it is and it's garbage and whatever right and then at the it's end a tv it, show like yeah, yeah. yes and at the <laughs> end of it fry goes well the good news is it followed the number one rule of sitcoms no matter what happens we always return back to normal <laughs> and then it cuts to like a shot of of new york new new york and it's bombed to hell <laughs> destroyed and then the next episode it's completely fine everything's fine yeah and it's so it does so it, that's good. the great the greatest thing though is that it's like there are episodes it's like so-and-so got decapitated so-and-so got yeah. this that other thing but then the next episode is basically standalone yeah like every one of them yeah. like whatever it's so <laughs> god i love I feel like I know your answer, but I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and ask anyway. But Futurama, definitely bingeable. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's also like the episodes are short. Repeat bingeable, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've binged it, right? Yeah. Uh, in like a week and then started watching it again like two days later. It's it, it's incredible the hold that it has on you after yeah. you've binged it because it's just kind of like after that, anything that someone's talking about. Your brain immediately goes to like that part in Futurama. Yeah, yeah should I bring it up? No, yeah. I feel like you've yeah. you've made it three Futurama references yeah. today. That's okay. So, yeah. It's one of the. I think it's one of the easiest shows to binge. It is super easy. Oh, the Robot Mafia is so good. I've Robot, Robot Mafia is great. Clamps. Fucking they're <laughs> the clamps. <laughs> Give them the clamps. I got to come up with a catchphrase. The clamp. No, I can't have that one. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so good. But like that's but the they're. Like, you're going to leave here and immediately start thinking about, oh, shit, I didn't talk about this. Oh, I didn't talk about this. Because, like we said, every episode, and it went for seven seasons, but every episode is like its own, you know, start, uh, high point, Mm. climax, and Mm -hmm. cut. It's like the tiniest little movies Mm -hmm. just over and over again. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. It's so good. It's so fun to watch. Uh, I mean, like, and like just the uh, insane, uh, there's the episode with Beck. Yep, and Beck making fun of himself even suggested some of the jokes to the writers to yep. shit on him. Like, uh, <laughs> there's the episode uh, the Beast with a Million Backs where David Cross plays uh, a, a, an alien from another dimension. Yep. Like there was Flatland. You remember? Or no? What was it? What was it? It was a uh, it was a two D universe mm-hmm. that they got caught in, mm-hmm. and so they're all just smashed. Yes. And, and Fry's just kind of like, um, I can't see anything. Yeah, Future like, also has also one of the best visual gags ever, where they say they're gonna go to the like da- very dangerous three D planet. Right, right, uh, and, and I don't remember what it's called, but they go to the very dangerous three D planet, and then a bunch of stuff happens, and then at after they're done, it says put your three D glasses on now, and then there's no more three D stuff. <laughs> there's you wouldn't have been able to have watched it. You wouldn't have right. known you would need three D glasses. <laughs> it, you weren't provided three D right. glasses. <laughs> I love the idea of a stoner just being so high, and then that comes on going, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think was it. I think it was Nick Swardson had a bit where he was talking about that. That he goes, "I just want okay, one time, be- story. yeah, like before, like the Transformers or after, like during the credits, it's based on true events." Like, wait, that fucking happened? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That actually happened. when the yeah. fuck did that happen? Yeah, but yeah. 
It's so good. I yeah. It's it's definitely one of my all time. It's, it's just my favorite, solid. It is my favorite animated series. There, it's it's definitely one of my shows that is in rotation of I'm about to go to bed or I need something in the background. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, Futurama. Yeah. It's just it's super easy to just yeah. and and it is good enough that if you're sitting down to watch it. Yeah. It's it's got good storylines, but at the same time, it's yeah. just it's got enough of like a cadence to it that yeah. you can just have it like, on in the background. Because like, lately, I've been like binging Monk, and I love Monk, right? But you he, definitely you, can't have that in the background. You can't have that in the background. <laughs> you have to be paying attention the whole time. Yeah. Also, occasionally, Monk will just come out of nowhere and punch you in the dick with right. just like. Just like, a just, wild amount of emotion. Yeah, I just I just watched that episode where Monk like adopt or like fosters a kid. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever seen. I love it too because every time you think that, then the show will be like, give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Just wait a minute. Yeah. I'll, I'll break your heart yeah. again. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, what do you got coming up? Shows? Yeah, Show- I know you're moving. Yes. So um, soon you will not be a Tulsa. I will not be a Tulsa comic soon. Um, you're moving to Chicago. Moving to Chicago. Right on. Um, so, and when's that happening? Uh, for me, uh, my first day of work is June 5th. Okay, uh, so, so a bit of time. bit of time, yeah. So I'll be moving probably like June 1st, June 2nd. So how many farewell shows are you going to do before then? So technically only two. Only two, okay. <laughs> I have one. So far. Yeah, yeah. So far only two. So I have one uh, tonight, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, like by the time you hear this, that show already happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, which is kind of a Futurama bit, you yeah, know what I mean? When, We're kind of playing with time. <laughs> Uh, it should be out Thursday. Thursday? Okay. So that means the, this will come out the 18th. I'm so. going to feel like a real dick if this comes out on like Friday. Man, it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine. I have a show on the 20th at okay. Pippin's Tap Room. That's our uh, D&D show. Okay, which, yeah. Which uh, I'm trying to get you on. I'm trying, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I got to work. Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the D&D show is going to be this uh, Saturday. Right. I host that. We've got uh, Sandra Slade, Christina Kuma, and Zach Kahn on that. That's going to be a solid show. That's going to be a fun show. That's um, solid. So then, That's a solid fucking lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one of those like, that's a lineup I didn't know I needed. Yeah, that's it's, <laughs> real good. it's real good. We really like I it. love Zach Con. Zach Con's great. Uh, so then uh, there's that show. Then the 21st, I'm doing a clean show at the Looney Bin. Uh, okay. And then uh, I am putting on a show at uh the, the spotlight theater okay on the 26th and that's gonna be my like i'm not doing any more shows in tulsa until right. after i've moved kind of thing right like if you come back okay do it but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay yeah. and that one i'm putting on putting up my own money and uh, selling tickets for that so okay yeah, yeah this tulsa spotlight theater i think has the tickets on their website on their website okay yeah. so is it just just google tulsa spotlight, spotlight theater, theater. You okay find the tickets there you'll see my pretty pretty face wave. there you go <laughs> <clears throat> well hell yeah dude well yeah i figured we ought to have you on before you move yeah. i feel like that's that's yeah, a good just, that way we can kind of gauge yeah. you know that way when you go to chicago and then you come back and then you're going to talk all about chicago yeah. it's kind of like when people move to austin from yeah. tulsa you know yeah. just, except you know i won't be performing at joe rogan's club that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're coming back like well that's not how they do it in chicago yeah. like <laughs> dude i hope i hope i come back and i'm like i should quit <laughs> part of me is like i hope i make it and part of me is like i hope this is the reason i give up you know, part, yeah. of me is like, part of me is yeah the part of your your head it's, it's like win-win, really yeah you know i mean and i've oh my god my absolute favorite is when people move away mm. and they're just 
full of piss and vinegar. Let's go. We're doing this. And then they move back. Yeah. Like maybe a few months later. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, oh, it just, you know, it just didn't work out. Listen, I didn't have a good. Just didn't work Rose. out. I didn't have a good by Rose show for a fucking reason. <laughs> right. That is the curse. That's oh, the, yeah. I've never seen someone have a good by Rose show and then not come back four months later. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, at every Rose show, you can do a Rose joke, which is. It doesn't matter. You'll be back soon. I'll see you in four months. And it fucking works every time. <laughs> and I just love it. It's so fun. But so, yeah, man. So, I mean, that's that's your info. So, Futurama, yes. Show's coming up. We've covered. Yeah. If you want to follow me on social media, at Ethan Sandoval Comic. There you go. That's it on everything. So oh, That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, bye. That's bye. really... Yeah, that's <laughs> well... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. What's the 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 Midwest uh, goodbyes? Well, well, no, no, no. The Midwest goodbye. We would take thirty minutes standing. Oh up yeah, no. Cars. First, there's the, the the standing. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's how it goes. Yeah. You're sitting, and somebody says, "Well," and there we go. Okay, that's the, that's the start. Yeah. Then you stand. You have another conversation. Yeah. And then there's another whelp. You yeah. go to the door. Yeah, you go to another room. Yeah, or another room. room. Or and then there's the car. Yeah, then there's the car. And then sometimes, sometimes you have the door closed on the car, window down yeah. conversation. Yeah. And then there's the wave. That's yeah. my favorite. The yeah. wave goodbye. And then probably a phone call later. This, this is <laughs> truly the reason I'm most excited to move to Chicago is because I feel like I was supposed to have been born in Jersey. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. I said, well, <laughs> I completed the rules. I did the rules. Well, yep. <laughs> all right, guys, if you have any questions about the podcast, which I've had some fun ones, um, the email is bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. Is that bingepodcast918 at gmail.com? It is. It is. We're going to do the J.G. Wentworth. If we just say it enough times, it's just in your brain. It's my podcast and I need it now. <laughs> and follow Ethan Sandoval on social media so we can see his decline from Midwestern values into... Dickatry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, my name's Cheryl Norton. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. This is Ethan Sandoval, and he probably likes you. Yeah. Wait, is your name Cheryl Norton? <laughs> we got to do it again. We got to start over. No! That's <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.